Welcome to the BDB Podcast with your hosts, Shodog, Gola, and KG. Brought to you by Natty Light, a wonderfully blended and balanced American-style lager. When you want to have one, or maybe 12, go for a Natty Light. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 67 of BDB. Uh, it's cool to getting us started off this episode. Sure, he's running a little bit late. So Kevin and I will be uh, shooting the shit until uh, Shorey gets down here. But today's episode, we're going to get into the Super Bowl. Hell of a game. Um, see what the boys think of the game, the controversial call at the end. And then we're going to have a little uh, special starting five for you guys where only two of us, would be Kevin and I, know the actual topic. So Shorey will be picking blind based off of what Kevin and I start off with. So that should be interesting. Um, how's the week going, Kev? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get this party started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, he's a little more animated than I am when I do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, no, we're doing good, dude. Uh, yeah, that was went to the uh, show dogs there. Saw you there at Show Dogs uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. Did not stick around for the game, obviously. But um, that night, I did throw up a shit ton. Could not sleep all did night you? long. Throwing up all night long. Shit my brains out all night long. Um, so that was what fun. What the hell, dude? Yep, that was a good night. Which means that just I took... Just you? Yeah, just me. Well, the week before, it happened to Katie and Pop, where it was like a one-night thing. It's like this thing going oh, around shit, daycare, dude. where it's like a one-day thing. So... And then Buckley had it to uh, like two or three days later. So it's just one day. You throw up for one day, you lose a couple pounds, and then you're back to back to uh, life. But uh, <laughs> I, I always say that, dude. Like I'm always like, I kind of joke around with Lynn, and I'm like, you know, if I'm feeling a little bit heavy, I'm like, I just want to get sick for like 20, 24, 48 hours, drop like five, seven pounds. It's crazy. So I feel like a million bucks after. <laughs> I like couldn't eat anything the next day. So I took Monday off because I slept like shit. And then I was like, my stomach was still a little messed up, but I wasn't throwing up. But it was crazy. I woke up Tuesday like so much lighter than I've ever been. So <laughs> it's a nice little uh, diet. We're not promoting uh, anorexia and shit like that. No, but, uh, not at all. A 24 all. hour 24 hour bug is not a bad way to lose a couple of LBs. No, but. it's not. Um. So when we were there Sunday, I remember you had mentioned this beforehand, and it kind of got me thinking about traveling and doing some stuff. So well, you're heading to Vegas pretty soon, huh, for work? For yeah, work. yeah, for work. Yeah, that's <laughs> in like two and a half weeks. Um, so I meant to bring this up when, when I flew back from Kiowa or even flying down to Kiowa. Do you think when people get into airports, like they just lose every bit of common sense they fucking, like they actually have? And the reason I say that is like, what there's like a few things when I'm like traveling that absolutely drive me nuts about other people. And it's like when they start the boarding process and they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to start boarding process with our like veterans and mosaic and like people with disabilities. And you have these assholes that are in like, like group Z who are standing in front of the fucking ticket counter. It's like, listen, you're at the gate. You have a ticket. They're going to call your group. You're going to get on the fucking plane. They're not going to leave without you mm-hmm. if you're not standing up there. It drives me fucking crazy because it's like you're constantly like, excuse me, can you move out of the way? Excuse me, can you move out of the way? And then people who stand up immediately 
It's not walking down the middle of the aisle on a plane when it's when it, when you land. I literally want to throw you off the fucking thing when it's moving at thirty five thousand feet. Like yeah, I hate it so much. I uh, I don't really understand the uh, the need to get on the plane early either. I think sitting no. on a plane is very uncomfortable. So if I can just like kind of chill in the whatever you call that the terminal before uh, getting on the plane, just like be a little bit more relaxed and stand up, walk around a little bit. That's way more beneficial to me than like getting on a plane early. So the people who who like skip to get in there early, I don't understand it. Doesn't make sense to me. No, because then it's like. Especially if you're in like an aisle seat and there's like two other seats and like you don't you're not flying with anybody you know. So then you're getting up two different occasions for somebody. It's like, I mean, the only thing I can understand is like people like they have a carry on and they want to get like space above the plane. Yeah. But yeah. it's like I that's one thing I do not fuck with is carry ons. I'll bring like a personal like a backpack, but I'm checking everything because I ain't fucking dealing with it on the plane. It's just it's a fucking nuisance. So it's just. It. I swear most people like their common sense just goes out the goddamn window when they, when they get into an airport, it's just, and another thing that I've, it's amazing to me. Like we've been going through like TSA and going through like getting checked and doing all this shit since like 2001, right. End of 2001, 2002, after nine 11, the amount of people who still bring these giant goddamn fucking water bottles and try to get them through TSA. I'm like, how long have we been doing this? Mm -hmm. Like we were in, Boston and I, I got through security before everybody. So I'm standing there waiting for people and I look back and they have this like little shelf or like, um, it's kind of like a cabinet, but the doors are open. There had to have been like 30 freaking Yetis, like hydro flask. I'm like, people, what are you, what are you doing? It's crazy. Like, how do you not? It's just, I, some people are so fucking dumb. It just yeah. it amazes me. I don't get it, but yeah, I'm, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this trip, but I'm kind of not looking forward to this trip because it's like a work thing. And like, like Kimmy's going to be there because me and Kimmy are kind of on the same like department, you know, well, I guess we are in the same department and then the people from my team are going to be there. But like, other than that, it's like, uh, it's not like I'm going there with my family or going there with my friends. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a vacation. It's not a vacation that you plan with your family or friends that you're really looking forward to going to. You know what I mean? Right. It's, no, so. I, I hear you there. And like just everything on the fucking strip is absurdly expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm so obviously like your hotel or wherever you guys are staying is like going to be covered, but like mm. spending money wise, like shit's fucking nuts, man. Like what the cost yeah. of it all is. But I've only been to Vegas one time. It was last year. Well, two years ago um and we drove through the strip and that was the only time we see it like i feel like i wouldn't would have enjoyed the strip when i was like 21 22 Mm -hmm. now i have it it makes me like tired just thinking about it like i don't even i can't imagine going over there now like you know late 30s pushing 40 and trying to roll it like i used to be able to like no a guy I work with, he runs a lot and he runs really early in the morning and he was joking about it today saying he's going to go running early in the morning when there's still like the people like coming out of the casinos from the <laughs> night before, basically. So just a different world people live. Yeah, it really is, man. It's it's just, I don't know. I can't do that shit anymore. Did you hit any money at all for any betting squares or whatnot for the Super Bowl? I yeah, I hit. Uh, Shory did some. some you hit one of Shory them. Shory did on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Which one did you get? 
first quarter. First quarter. Yeah. So that was a hundred bucks. I, I don't think I don't think he's. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if he's just planning on giving me cash or he's going to Venmo me. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah. So I hit that one. So that was good. Yeah. Um. You guys. You well. You was it you or Katie that hit? Well, I thought I hit, and then they called no, the touchdown right. back. Yeah. Who was it who scored that? Bob Bart. Boston Scott. No, it wasn't Boston. It was Gainwell. Was it, Scott? it was Gainwell. Gainwell. Gainwell did it, and then they called it on the inch yard line, and then she had Jalen Hurt. So it stayed in the family. It stayed in the family. Yeah. But that's all we hit. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it, I don't was, know. Uh, I lucked out quite a bit because I had uh, four for the total on uh, the first quarter there, and uh, Butker doinked that field goal mm. right at the end of the, the first. So that, that helped me out there. Sometimes I saw you get a little lucky for it to. Uh, happen i know they have like betting props for everything but you see um i think there was some guy at barstool who had he bet money yeah. on a, a being a doink yeah i, ca- I can't crazy. believe it's crazy to like that's crazy that they i mean they do it for the craziest shit they allow you to do bets on but it's crazy that they have a bet for that in the first place but then it's nuts that he bet on it and it actually hit because like i feel like doinks aren't that common in football i don't either and like i feel like when like he the odds weren't like I think he was like when he put it when he bet it was like plus four twenty five or yeah, which is like good odds, but it's not great. Like, no, it's not for like as infrequent as it seems like. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It doesn't seem like I see those all that often. So, yeah, uh, I say that we uh, hold the football talk till Shuri gets back. Yeah, because Shuri's we uh Shuri, yeah. This could yeah, be a sure very we'll, one-sided we'll, conversation, I think, if it's just you and I talking, because it's supposed to be you talking, you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I got you. Uh, let's talk about something else. Uh, I know you want to talk about something. Oh. I had a few things I want to – there's one thing I want to rant about, but I probably – Shory would probably enjoy that rant, so I'll wait. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tiger Woods is back. Mm, that's what I figured you Tiger would talk about. His fir- Tiger played his first round and – quite a while at Riviera today, Genesis open, um, had a fairly good front nine. I think he went 34. He was two under on the front. Then he bogeyed like 10 and 11 to, uh, to start, start the back nine, but he finished, finished his, uh, round birdie in 16, 17 and 18 finished with a three under 69. So, um, and he was launching the ball, dude. I mean, absolute, just fucking taking rips off, the, with the driver, um, it's well, excuse me there, Jesus. Oh, it's uh, it's just good seeing Tiger back out there, man. I mean, it's you know, even at what is he, 42, 43, or whatever he is, like the game is just in such a better place and it's way more entertaining when he's in the when he's in the hunt because just like everybody loves him so much. So hopefully he can um, his leg, you know, his leg and his knee hold up, and he can get around get around the course for the weekend and. Um, Play, you know, play maybe another. Well, I at this rate, I'm wondering if he plays like maybe one more tournament after this one before Augusta. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just great seeing Tiger back on the course, man. I mean, it's he could be 60 years old and it's gonna be fucking awesome seeing him playing. So, uh, a couple things I just want to do some corrections there, dude. If it was just one thing, I probably would let slide, but two, uh, par 71. So, shot Tiger's two under 69. And oh, my bad. This motherfucker is 47 years old, dude. What so why did I think he was like 42? I wish he was 42 because that means we'd have a lot more years left of this guy still going out yeah. there. But yeah, uh, 
it's it's cool, and I love how golf they uh, they the pairings they put for these people because people people obviously want to watch these guys, right? And like the only way to get golf, like I feel like to get eyes on golf is to like put the best people together, right? Because like yeah. if they if they put Tiger with like two no names, it's like you're probably still gonna tune in, but like you might not just because like you're only watching Tiger and that guy, and that's it. But like when they put Tiger with uh, JT and Rory, it's like that's pretty damn cool. So uh, they do yeah. that a lot for the majors too. I think they, I feel like they know what they're doing when it comes to that shit. But that's cool to see. Uh, yeah, I think got. Uh... There's one golfer to me who I feel like, like last year was kind of like his coming out party, and I feel like he's like such an awesome dude as Max Homa. Yeah, dude, he's Homa's awesome. Like. He kind of like started on the scene, like just like roasting people's swings on like Twitter and stuff. And like, they, like when he first started out, but he has been, and he had, he, I think he was pretty open about, he had some like demons, like real bad anxiety, depression stuff for a little while. Kind of got through that. And he's been absolutely just ripping the tour up. Mm-hmm. I think he's got like five wins in his, in the last like calendar year or something like that, which is, which is very good. So he's, um, yeah, he, and he such seemed like such a good dude too. So, the game's in certainly a pretty good, uh, pretty good spot. Uh, I guess like last year's best major was the was thirteenth of the PGA, but I think he he made yeah, the cut. He made the cut in all four, and um, I just yeah, I think his like personality is what makes him awesome. And then I think I yeah. think he didn't he? I think he was on the was it President's Cup this past year? President's yes. Cup, yeah. I think he was on that team too, and I think he played pretty well at that as well. With like, whenever you like representing your country and you play well, it's like that makes you a legend too. Right. Yeah, I know it's he's he's a good dude. There was a video of him. I I think came out last year where he like went back to his like uh, municipal course that he grew up playing. Some small little like municipal like nine hole course yeah, maybe. It was something small. It could be an eighteen. And uh, yeah. He, I think he has like the course record or something there, and I think he when he got it when he was like really young. Yeah, well, they because oh he won a turn the last tournament he won like a month ago, he won like whatever it was like one point seven one point eight million on Sunday. Then Monday he went to play in like a club championship and won like four hundred bucks because he won the thing or something like that. So like, awesome. the guy just like loves playing golf. It's just fucking sick. Um, but so cool. Yeah. Uh, and then getting, it's starting to come around big swing of things now. It'll be freaking masters weekend before we know it. Yeah. And like, that's a good segue. Cause like I was just reading today and I think it's like one of the coolest traditions is the, uh, for the masters is the previous year's winner gets to do the dinner for the champions, uh, yeah. it's called champions dinner. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah. And so like Scotty Scheffler won last year. And, um, so like this year he obviously gets to pick like the entire, like, meal like appetizer dessert everything they'd have for that and uh i think it's why there's like booze too like wines yeah all that other shit and yeah uh and it's cool to see because i was it two years ago that matsuyama won it i think it was and yeah. so he had like a yeah. very big like asian cuisine type thing but like all the people like loved it because it was so different from, it was awesome yeah because everyone's Cause always getting like steak like... or lobster or something like that so it was cool to see with matsuyama last year but yeah, it's always. It, I think it's such cool. a cool tradition they do, just because it's such like a, uh, like a small group of people who have ever won that's still alive, you know. So, 
it's cool that they all get them in the same room together and they kind of just celebrate last year's champion. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You hear like those, you hear some of the old timers like Freddie Couples and like some of these guys talk about it, how like there's like not assigned seating, but there's assigned seating. Like, oh, really? Like Tiger sits next to certain people all the time and it, it's, I guess it's, it's pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool if they like live, did like a live feed of it or something, you know? To like oh, see be, the conversations oh, going on in there. It'd be must watch. Like I would be, it'd be like the most boring, but most entertaining, like conversation. It'd be so cool, wouldn't it? Dude. I'd be so freaking locked in on that. That's like, I've always said too, like, I would, I wish you could. Like if I had like, somebody's like, oh, you could do anything in sports. Like I would love to be like, go to the Patriots, like war room on draft day and just sit back and like, just listen to like, all right, we want to trade this pick. This is the guy. I think that shit would be so fucking entertaining. That would or be like fun. have access to like a, a general manager in baseballs, like emails and texts and just see like conversation he has with other guys. It'd be so freaking awesome. That would be, that would be awesome. Like the, like the war room with the, uh, Vikings, like to be in that situation when the Eagles traded on uh, drafted Rager and they cut <laughs> Jefferson, like just to like be in there and just like hear those guys like laughing and hooting on. Cause I know they got their man. It's so cool. And it's like all I can think of is like them, just like the uh, Will Ferrell from Wedding Crash. He's like, idiot! What a yeah. fucking idiot! <laughs> like, you just like picture those guys saying that shit. Yeah, but obviously, they'd be fucking. There would so, definitely be so many like situations of people just like have to keep answering questions because somebody's like, why the fuck did they pick him? Like, he sucks yeah. or some shit like that. It'd be yeah. a fucking. Be, be, I'd make things way more interesting though. Yeah, it would. All right. All right. Um, dude, have you been, you watch any college basketball this year? Not, I mean, very little, very little. Like I'll put on like, yeah. If like lids getting one of the kids down before we like, we watch a show or something like that, I'll put a game on, but it's, I really haven't watched. Is it less, less than years past you think, or just like you haven't watched much college basketball in the last like few years. I mean, the last few years, I definitely haven't watched as much as I, like I yeah. normally did. Um, but I feel like this year is definitely less than years past. Like I have, I couldn't tell you truthfully, maybe two or three teams in the top ten. Like I don't, I just have, yeah, no idea. So here's a little stat for you, dude. Uh, Alabama just lost the other day to Tennessee. Alabama was the number one team in the nation. And uh, the number one team in the nation has now lost eight times this season, which is the That's most crazy, which is tied for the most in the AP poll era. The last time it happened was 1993-94 season. So that's that's over the last 75 years, last 75 years. It's the most that's happened in the season. And we still have, you know, I don't know. What, three or four weeks left, I think, of the season, maybe three or yeah. four weeks left. So I imagine the number one team's going to lose quite again. I mean, again, because it seems like I feel like college basketball lately, there's not been like any team that's like a juggernaut. So it always no. makes it always makes the March Madness, I feel like, a little bit more hectic because it's like you can't just go for like that that Duke team or that UNC team or that Kentucky team, you know, that's just like in a steamroll everyone because it's just no team like that exists. So. Right. It's pretty wild. Yeah, um, 
it seems like, like you said, like we haven't had a team like recently, like usually like even if a team's like loses four or five games of the year, you can just be like, they are the overwhelming favorite to win the tournament. Like, and if they don't, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like, I feel like the last few years, it's like you could pick 12 different, I mean, last year was a perfect example. I mean, nobody had Carolina. Some people I didn't even think Carolina should make the fucking tournament. They went in like an eight or a nine. I think there was an eight seed. They yep. went on a, like, a, you know, an incredible run. But, like, nobody before the tournament pegged them to even have a shot at winning the title. Kansas, they obviously did. But, yeah, I think there's, like, this the last few years, it's like you could make an argument there's eight, nine, ten teams that can legitimately win it, which is – it makes it way more entertaining, I think. Yeah. As of right now, UNC is one of the last four teams in, according to Lenardi, which is just wild to me. Because, like, I think going into the season, like, they have returning basically their entire team. They went to the championship last year, right? It's like the team was like destined to like be a top twenty-five team, and now they're just scraping to get in. So they are like tough to watch. I mean, like I did watch the other night a little bit. Lid was putting Rye down, so I threw it on. I can't remember who they played. Wake Forest, maybe mm-hmm. Miami. I think I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But at one point, they were literally. I'm not joking. They were two of like twenty-three from deep, and it's like, and they just kept letting them fly. I'm like, maybe try something different. Yeah. I don't know you have a guy who who's like the all-time leading rebounder and like like a top five scorer in Carolina history in Baycott. Like maybe try to get the ball inside. I don't know, but I I know like a few you know whatever month month and a half ago we did the New Year's episode and I said I was thankful for Caleb Blob because he hit that dagger against Duke last year. I can't stand watching him play. That guy is just the like he's like Russell Westbrook of fucking college hoops. He scores like 19 or 20 a game, but he literally, it's on like five of like 19 shooting. It's, yeah. it's fucking horrible. I'm not a fan I of him. I cannot stand him. Like, I just, it's fucking, I can't stand, this team is like not fun to watch at all. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan either. Uh, uh, I will say though that, like with the, like basketball will never, ever, ever overtake football, right? no chance but like just like the state of basketball where it comes down to like there's like no team we have no idea which team's gonna win right where with like football you could basically peg like you could pick five teams at the beginning of the year it's like one of those five teams is gonna win right 99 of the time every year like we could go out right now and say it's gonna be alabama georgia ohio state clemson or i don't know pick pick another oklahoma i don't know usc right it's like one of those five teams is gonna win cultural ball next year that's just going to happen. But like with basketball, it's like I could give you like 20 teams and it's like, eh, it might be a chance when one of those 20 don't win. So uh, basketball will never overtake fo- football. I know that. Uh, but I think that it's going to be a pretty exciting like March Madness this year just because like it's going to be chaos because like even the like it, it, it made it happen a little while ago. Like we're a 16 beat a one. It's not going to be crazy this year for 16 beats a one because like none of these no. ones are that like dominant. So. Do you think that, and I agree with you, like no, like football is king in this in the U.S. and it's not going to overtake it. But do you think that more people watch March Madness and more pe- than people that watch the college football playoff? Uh, and the only reason I'm saying this because I feel like, like even if like you know nothing about college basketball, I can feel like a lot of people watch March Madness and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fill a bracket out or I'm in yeah. this pool, so I'm gonna like watch this team or, um. I don't know. I just feel like more people 
would I don't be think apt to watch March Madness than they would be the college football playoff. But. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to com- compare just because it's like three games of football and then there's 63 for basketball. So yeah, I think no, if, you I don't, compare, I don't if you compare the final four to like the college football playoffs. Yeah, that's probably that's what I mean. Yeah. I bet the college football playoffs probably still has more eyes on it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you took the entire March Madness, then I'm sure, like, the numbers are way bigger for basketball. Yeah, yeah, because there's however many games, but... um, I would think. I feel like football football numbers are just, like, always staggering to me. Like, they're always way higher than I would expect them to be, but... Yeah. So... It just seemed like, like I said, it just seems like everybody, like you said, like... You know, you have so many office pools and shit where people will have no clue about anything, but they'll like get into them and watch the game because they're like they have a team in a pool. So, um, uh, I'm gonna look this Madness, up. Keep talking. I'm gonna look this up. Okay. No, I was gonna say speaking of March Madness, and I don't know why I just thought about this. And like, do you remember back in the day, like we were probably middle school, maybe even early high school, when like Pepsi and Mountain Dew used to have the it was like the March Madness like giveaway and like you'd be on on the bottles and you'd open it up and you'd have a team name on it Mm -hmm. yep i do remember it's just like i think it was so like you never got anybody worth a shit like you never got like duke or carolina or like any of the yukon it was always like i don't know why i swear to god like whenever i did that i got kent state was like like, 170 times but it was just like those it was so like exhilarating just like that moment you crack it open you're like oh this is gonna be a good one and i think if you like the team if you had the cap and the team won the national championship, you could submit it and like you could get a jersey or some shit. Um, but it's like never just heart not heartbreak, but like disappointment every time. It's like God freaking here's Louisville this time or something. Right. Stupid. Right. Yeah. I used to love that. I did hit it one year. I, I actually got a Duke cap and like Duke won in like two thousand two thousand one, I think they won. And I actually and I got it and it was like the cheapest fucking I can't remember if it was a sweatshirt or a shirt or something. I don't know what it was, but it was cheap. Was All it right. a Duke one or was it like a like a random like NCAA no, I got a, one? I got a Duke cap. I got no, a Duke. no no no. I'm saying I'm saying. Oh no, I got a Duke. Got. I got a Duke shirt. Yeah, Duke shirt. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Could you choose what you wanted, or would it have to be Duke because they won? I think because like choose. if I got a Duke cap, yeah, no, I would choose. Want to like submit it and like. Yeah. It was a perfect scenario for me. I got a Duke. I got a Duke bottle cap, and then Duke won, and then I was able to get a Duke shirt. So it was like. Perfect for me. But yeah, I think you could pick whatever school you wanted to if that team won. All right, dude. So last year for college basketball in the uh in the Kansas UNC finals, it says it was just over seventeen million TV viewers for that game, right? Uh this year I got some like semifinal statistics. Semifinals for college football is like one game was like twenty two million. Yeah. So the semifinals of college football is more craziest thing, dude, is that the uh, 2006 Rose Bowl, Texas USC game, Vince Young, Reggie Bush, I think that was that game, right? Reggie Bush and that yeah. team. That no, one had so. that one had 35.6 million viewers. Oh. So and that was like one of the best like college football games ever, too. Yeah, exactly. So like the people that tuned into it really got a show. So. Uh, yeah, I think like March Madness still doesn't even come close to college football, you know, college football, football just rules like an NFL week four game will have more viewers than like a March Madness final four. I think, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, probably. 
That's just it's the, football uh, in America, man. I can't wait for it though, man. It's like, like I said, I don't watch a ton of like college basketball like, during regular season, but March Madness is the best. Just like freaking noontime, just like. Yep. When does it start? Is it the first or second weekend of March? Do you know? Uh, yes, I do know, dude. I have it written down right here. It's March. Uh, March Thursday, March sixteenth is the first round, but then obviously the pre or the what do we call what do we call those first ones? The Conference prelims. Tournament. No, no, oh, like the, the playing games. Playing games, yeah. Playing. That'll be like the Monday and Tuesday of that week. So I think uh, that weekend, the first weekend, I think Lid's going to Mass for a baby shower, taking Ryan with her. So just be being uh, being the big man. You and Max, huh? Man, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, dude. So I'll be just hanging out there. Just won't be doing much, I don't think. Yeah, like just be getting backward. I I like. I, when I worked in the office, there was like not many people there, right? So like I would always just like have my phone playing the games or like have like one of my extra monitors like playing the games during March Madness. But like I work from home all the time now, so I'll just gonna have the TV or my That's iPad on sweet. all the time, just like yeah. watching all these games. So it's gonna be a good one. I used I'm to, excited. I used to I used to stream them at work or sometimes too, but like I used to get so goddamn worried that like they're gonna like shut it off. Like, like IT's watching you. Off. Yeah. <laughs> well, put it this way. I'm going to tell you this. Between you and I and the 16 people that listen to this, if they haven't yet, they're not going to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that it's like anything bad site-wise, but if like they haven't shut it off because of yeah, I hear like on fantasy for a little bit during the day or Twitter or something, then I, right. they're probably not going to. Like I work at a tech company. So it's like, I feel like they probably know exactly what we're doing like all the time, but it's yeah. like, they've never said anything to me. And like, I'm always like doing shit. I not like doing like sketchy shit, but I'm always looking at sports stuff or. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Me too. Like I'll usually like, I have like tw- a lot of times I just have like Twitter up on the browser and like, while I'm doing other work, I'll just like click on it after and like, just look at it to see yep. if you know, if there's any other breaking news or any of that shit. But, um, yeah, I haven't, uh, yeah. I haven't said anything yet. Um, all right, dude. So this weekend is, I think it is. Yes. This weekend is the all-star break for basketball. NBA. Does, is NHL already do this? They did it like two weekends ago. Okay. Yeah. See how much I know, but that's fucking sport. Uh, <laughs> so NBA all-star break is this weekend. Um, Will you watch any of the skills competitions, the dunk no. contest, the three-point contest, any of that? No? No. No. No? No desire to watch any of that shit, huh? No. <laughs> Not at all. I just all right, well, that's up. a good conversation, like, granted, dude. <laughs> no, but, well, no, listen, well, part of it is, too, because it's all on Saturday. Is it Saturday or Friday? Saturday. So, Lynn and I, we're going to, we're going to Mass this weekend, her birthday Saturday, so... Um, we're going into Boston fairly early in the afternoon, going to lunch, and then we're going to the Bruins at five. So, and I think, well, not think we we got a room down there for the night. So probably end up going to dinner after the game. So I, yeah, I won't be paying attention to any of that. No, I, I probably wouldn't anyway. Yeah. But um, I certainly just won't be. I'll be doing a bunch of shit. Will you? Uh, yeah, I I will. I I think I it's. Know. Like I think the three point contest is my favorite thing. Like the the dunk contest yeah, is lost. It's lo- it lost. It's like luster, I think. So 
I don't know. Uh, but one thing I wanted to say though about the All Star game this year that I think is cool. So like, they've been doing the thing like where the East gets like a certain number of players, they get their starters. The West gets a certain number of players, they get their starters, right? And that's cool. And they've been doing this whole draft thing for the last like five or six years. Uh, whoever the top vote getter is on the East and the top vote getter in the West gets to be the captain, right? And they make the the picks of the team, which I think is really cool. But this year, I think that the coolest thing is that they're actually going to do the draft live in person with all of the players there. So I think it's oh, LeBron, really? Le, LeBron and Giannis are actually going to pick the t- like at this point, like in years past, the teams have already been decided like on live TV, like right. the, week, the weekend right. before. So like they all know who they're playing with. But this year, they're not going to find out until like literally like an hour or two before the game starts, I think, on Sunday. So like LeBron and Giannis, they basically get up in front of everyone and like make their schoolyard picks and like do their do their draft picks. So I think that's going to be really cool to see. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be like very awkward, especially when you get towards the end of it. And there's like a couple guys left. Yeah, it is. And like, even then, like I always felt like even when like we were kids, like you're picking the, like you pick the guy last or whatever. And it's like it would be even more heightened because these guys are fucking NBA players and they're probably like exactly i think i almost think that like that aspect of it is going to make it it's like going to be better than the game because the game doesn't matter right does the game matter no no the game doesn't matter no it has no meaning. i don't think so maybe just money the players get is all it is but like the fact that they're going to be doing that i think it's going to be so fun to watch that part of it because i think like a lot of people hate lebron obviously but like Giannis is fucking hilarious yeah. He's like super funny yeah. dude. So I think it's gonna be really funny to like see him doing his thing up there. Yeah, he's he's fucking incredible, dude. Like that do you remember that video was like a couple of years ago of him? It was like his wife got him this like it was like a joke gift. It was like a button and it says push for a blowjob or something like that. So he kept walking around his house and he's just like banging <laughs> on it. it was fucking so goddamn funny. Love oh, Giannis. <laughs> Just <laughs> love so him. He's so fucking funny, dude. He's so good, dude. Um, well, anyways, that's all I wanted to say about yeah. the All-Star break, dude. But Yeah, no, it's we're good, dude. Um, Freaking pitchers and catchers reported. I think even position, some position plays reported already in baseball. So baseball's right around the corner here. Um, it, Jacob DeGrom's already hurt. <laughs> is he really? He threw two pitches and he had tightness in his lat. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Do you remember like what he got paid? I it was a lot. I don't know. Was it like three years, like 120 or something like that, or five years, 185 oh, average okay. salary of 37 million. So nice job, Rangers. That's already going the same way everyone expected it to go. Uh, I got to admit, dude. So not doing fancy baseball this year. Uh, I didn't even know pitchers and catchers reported. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much I'll pay attention to baseball. I'll be honest. Um, I certainly will be watching games. I don't usually watch regular season games. I usually only watch uh, playoff. So I don't know. It's going to be an odd season because it's going to be the first time in what? 13 years. Yeah. It's going to be like a that. while, man. Be weird for you. We, I, that's the thing is like, I won't, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just like because of the time of the year, but, this does not seem to be a ton of like activity, which is no surprise. Or like people real motivated for to get into fantasy right now this year. I mean, I put a poll up to figure out when we're gonna do the draft, and like I think three people voted on it. So I was like, all right, well, uh, this is the date we're doing it because nobody wanted to fucking respond to me. So. Yep. 
Yeah, that's that was that. I don't know. That's the that's the worst. I mean, we could we could do a list of things that just. I think we we've done this before, haven't we? Have we done this? A list of things that just piss you off about people you play with in a fantasy league. Yeah, I think yeah, we did that like right at the beginning of it. I think I don't even know if this is I could just narrow this down to fantasy leagues. I could think it just narrow this down to life, but it's like communication, dude. It's like if you ask someone anything and then they just don't respond to you. And in, in fantasy, oh. at work, uh, at home, uh, like in a text message thing, like I don't know, I know, like just shit like that. It's like if people don't respond. Oh, I know it's it's fucking annoying. Like if someone writes to you, if someone writes you a text message and asks you for um like podcasts that you can listen to because you have a long car ride right and then just no one responds to you all day wouldn't that piss you off (laughs) (laughs) you wanted it god (laughs) the thing is is like i just i don't know like the thing is is like i listen to like very basic like podcasts so it's like i'm not gonna tell anybody like any original shit like i'm i just I listen to like pardon my take spit and chicklets. I like Barstool's got a four play uh, golf podcast. I listen to once in a while. There's like two hunting podcasts. I listen to. I don't think the, I just, it's pretty basic shit. Yeah. I don't listen to merely any podcast to be honest with you, except for, you know, this one here, but this other one, than yeah, that, I, I, this one. I don't really listen to too many. So, but that's like, see like I just like don't listen to music ever. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a music listener. Like in the car, that's all I all listen to is music. See, the thing is, is, like we I get into the car and it's like we even if like Lyd and I try to listen to music or try to listen to a, like a podcast or something, like the kids just want to listen to fucking some weird ass soundtrack. So it's like we're constantly listening to kids. Bluey, Bluey soundtrack. Bluey, <laughs> Gabby's Dollhouse and fucking Encanto sound. Oh, Encanto soundtrack's got some bangers, but. It does. It does have some good ones. Yeah. Ones you can at least sing along to. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't, that's like when you guys were talking about that, like Zach Bryan country guy. I'm like, I've never even heard of the fucking guy. Guy's money. I didn't tell you anything about him. That's what I hear, but. He is money. Uh, It just made me think of it. You said something about like some Barstool podcast. There's a, there's a girl who works at Barstool and now I'm blanking on her name. Oh shit, dude. I looked it up early on my phone. Let me see if I can find it. Uh shit, what's her name? Oh, Alex Alex Bennett. You know who she is? I don't if I saw her maybe, but like by name, yeah. I don't know. She's a blonde girl. Her mom works there, drinks cookies to Big Cat all the time. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Alex, yeah. she's a blonde chick. Uh I don't even know what she, I don't even know what her podcast is, but I found out today that her husband yeah. is p- part owner of the Thunder. Her, his father was the owner. Yeah, was the majority his owner. Father, now he's like a minority owner of the Thunder or something like that. Yeah, I think his father like killed himself or something. Oh really? I didn't know that. Like he, like I thought I like I don't know why, but I think if you look it up, I think the guy like drove a vehicle into a bri- like a stanchion of a bridge or some shit like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah grand dark shit. But yeah. Graham Bennett is the name of the guy who's alive as minority owner, but like, yeah, I, I, I've like seen pictures of him and stuff and I never knew anything about it, but then I saw something today that said like, yeah, he's minority owner of the thunder. And so I looked it up and sure enough, he is It's bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah. Be pretty cool. It's all of, yeah. That'd be fucking sick. 
It said like franchise. And it said I like looked up his net worth. He's like worth three million dollars. Like, like yeah, it'd be fucking cool to be worth three million dollars. But like three million dollars in, in like you are minority order. It's like he must have the smallest piece of that pie. And if his father was the owner, where did the fucking money go? If he's not the owner anymore, like he did, he sell the team. Like what the hell happened? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I haven't read that much into it. It's just yeah, good for him, dude. Living yeah. a dream. Living a dream is all he is. Uh, so Shuri had said he was going to be here at what time? 9.40. And currently for us, it is 9.37. So what do you say? Do you want to start doing some Super Bowl talk or not? Do you think we've given him enough time? Yeah, we can. be like, uh, let's uh, send him a text. Still on track for 9.40. That's not how you spell track, but I see what he says, and um, we can get into it. Did so because you were sick. Did you watch any of the game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I like I watched basically the entire Just, time. <laughs> so I came out what time the game ended. I think it ended it like, like a little 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 15, something like that, probably. The first time I threw up was 10:30, so I definitely finished the game and then threw up after the game was over. That's uh, crazy, man. Yeah, and if you're curious, I threw up again at 12:30. So if you you wonder, I mean, <laughs> so how many times did you throw end up throwing up? Just those two. But I I, sh- I had to go to the bathroom for like diarrhea in a godly amount of times. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, no, the I did watch the entire game. And um, it's so funny because like when I was uh, when I was younger, I used to always when I wasn't like as into into sports as I am now, you know, I would always tune out more during the game and then love the commercials. And now I can yeah. give a fuck about the commercials. Like I literally don't even like look up at the TV when a commercial's on. And like the ones that I did, they were awful. Yeah. I I just yeah I don't, I mean I didn't and we got towards so what. They, right around eight o'clock is when the kids were getting ready for bed. So like we paused it at halftime because um, Lud wanted to see the halftime show. So we got the kids down, whatever. And it was like eight 30 by the time that happened. So we were like making up time, but she got to the point where she's like, Oh, I want to, I want to watch the commercials. So like I weren't fast forwarding it through them. Um, but it sucked dude, because my phone would be vibrating and people mm. talking about the game, but I didn't want to know what was going on. Cause we were so far behind. That's tough. Um, finally, we got, we got caught up with like five minutes left in the game. So that's tough. Because I finally told her, I said, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm just fast forwarding the commercial. Yeah, that's the worst, dude. That is the worst. Um, started off, dude. What did you listen to the national anthem? Uh, I no. I think I can't remember what I was doing. I, I did hear some of it, but not. I was like, do, I don't know if I was getting something together for the kids or something, but you fucking terrorist. Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Does he respect our own fucking country? Can't even listen to the national anthem. Well, anyways, Chris Stapleton delivered an absolute banger. I think, I think <laughs> that he started the fucking Super Bowl off with a bang, dude. Uh, love Chris Stapleton. Biggest thing going into it was, is Stapleton going to be wearing his cowboy hat or not? And he didn't wear it, dude. So uh i'm sure there was bets placed on that and uh yeah he crushed it loved it did you well, watch the, the halftime show uh, i did see the halftime show yeah yeah 
Um, you, I don't know, maybe I say you forget. I think I did anyway. How many absolute fucking bangers Rihanna has? Oh, yeah. That's wild. Like, you guys, like, some of them you know, and then, like, she's just, like, pumping up, like, song after song after song. I'm like, God damn it. Forgot I, how many of these fucking songs that she just crushed. L- listen, I'm, like, going to be, like, I'd be, like, one of the worst critics if I was a person who's going to be uh, given rankings on Super Bowl halftime performances by, you know, pe- past people. But the people who were saying, like, that was, like, a rugged show or that was a bad show, I've seen some people saying, like, that sucked and stuff. It's like, I didn't think that sucked. I thought that was awesome. No, I thought it was good. I thought it was good too. I mean, I, the thing is, is like, you know what it is? I mean, I'm not, I, there was a, let's just say this. When I got to work on Monday, there was a lot of people that worked in the meal that were not a fan of the show. <laughs> really? No kidding. Yeah. Can't imagine why, but yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, it's just it's fucking people, dude. It's like, I, I couldn't understand a word she was fucking saying. <laughs> okay, you grumpy old fuck. Yeah. Shut up. The way the Jesus way Christ. that they came in on those platforms though was pretty badass. Yeah, dude, I so like I didn't actually I've never like thought of this, but I was listening to part of my take and Big Cat was talking about how anytime you see somebody elevated like that, all you can think of is Owen Hart. Oh yeah. Remember Owen Hart when wrestling when he had like he was on one of those cables and it snapped and he yeah. fell. He's like, that's all I can ever think about when I like see somebody doing that shit. So it was like it fucking freaks me out. Yeah, that's but it was sketchy. pretty sick though. Yeah. That's really Especially cool. with like her being like pregnant, it seems like it's even more of a risk. I know. Yeah. And like uh, I feel like this year they really put it out there uh where the performer of the halftime show doesn't get paid to do this. I feel like, I feel like that was really I don't know if you saw that or not, but I feel no. like I saw it multiple times this year where whoever performs the halftime show doesn't get paid at all by the NFL. Because Goodell's a dickhead. And it's basically like a lot of the um, like production and the stuff that they have to do is like on them to like come up she, with. It. You know she's a billionaire. She must have something outside of music then, like a. She does. Line she's got something. like a. She's got like. No, I don't know. Lid told me it's like she's got like a makeup line. Yeah. Okay. Or something, but she's like a legit. She's a legit billionaire though. I so. did not know that. That's I didn't know that either until Lid fucking said something about it. I'm like, good for her. <laughs> yeah, good for what one point four Billy. One point four Billy. <laughs> Holy oh, fuck. Boy. Wait. As of October 2023, Rihanna's net worth is 1.7 Billy. <laughs> I did not know she was that rich. No, I didn't either. Good for her. Good for fucking ASAP Rocky too. It also says that Kim Kardashian's 1.7 billy. That's insane. I shocked that she's like got more money than one of them. How many? Wait, Kim is 1.7. Well, she has that uh skin. What about, what about the other one? How much oh, is fucking Kylie worth then? Let's just let's just fucking turn this into a uh, net worth uh, <laughs> podcast, dude. <laughs> Fuck talking sports. Kylie's only 750. What? I thought I thought she like Kim have. I don't know. Maybe the makeup. More money than Kim. I thought she did too, but I think Kim's Kim's really took it off with their Skims line, dude. The like the Spanx type stuff. No, I didn't even know she had something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, dude, we're getting off subject here. We are derailing quickly, very fast. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> I kind of love it though. I um, do too. So the game, man, it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. Um, it was an awesome game. The Eagles started out in that first half and it just seemed like they weren't, they couldn't really be stopped. Um, Jalen Hurts, you know, I think maybe Sunday night kind of proved maybe like the Eagles defense wasn't as good as everybody thought that they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing is for certain Jalen Hurts is that good. That guy's, mm-hmm. he's fucking awesome. It's good. Yeah. He, he, there was nothing. He balled out. Um, they lost the game because their defense sucked. Yep. But, um, no, but that first half though, it just, it kind of seemed like the Eagles had all the answers. They, and Kansas city really couldn't do too much to, um, stop Philly and stop hurts. And then it just like come out in the second half. It was like a whole different ball game. Uh, I think Kansas City scored on every possession they had in the second half. They did. Yeah, they scored every single possession in the second half. It's wild. Uh, like the first half, like first quarter, Eagles came down, scored first possession, and then the Chiefs got the ball, and then they scored uh, like three minutes later, right? And I remember texting you guys, and I was saying like, if the Eagles are going to win this game, they're going to have to score like 50 points because like the Chiefs, I feel yeah. like, are just going to score every time. Obviously, it didn't happen in the second quarter, but uh, the third quarter, fourth quarter, it certainly happened. The Chiefs scored every goddamn time they had the ball. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty apparent that like these two quarterbacks were like the two best in the league this year, dude, and they fucking balled out in the biggest stage. It was awesome to see. It's really cool, like when a Super Bowl can be like super competitive because the last time the Chiefs were in it, the Bucks just shit stomped them. So uh, love seeing it, dude. Um, yeah. As someone who's like not a like a, a huge huge football game for like the Super Bowl to be as competitive as it was, it was just good to see. Yeah, no. And it, what do you? I mean, what did you think of the call at the end of the game? Uh, listen, when it happened, I uh, and they started showing replays. Like I thought it was a, I thought it was a clear hold. Like they slow things down. And when you slow things down, like it's a lot more apparent when right. things happen. Right. Uh, but like football is all about time. Like everything in sports is all about timing, dude. And it's like, if you get held for like the tiniest little second, then it's going to throw off any kind of receiving route. Right. And that's exactly what happened in that situation. Like they, people will say like, Oh, the ball was on catch the ball was on catch. But it's like, yeah, because he got held and he got bumped off his route in the beginning. And then I think the thing that further cements the entire thing is the cornerback coming out afterwards and saying that he held him. Yeah. Like if, if so, this cornerback is coming out and saying it, why are people still bitching about it saying that the refs won this game for the chiefs? So my whole problem with like, it was, it was definitely a hold. Okay. Right. By the letter of the law, it was a hold. He obstructed, whatever. The issue that I had with it is this, and you guys maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the only post-snap penalty they called that entire game was a hands to the face on Indomitian Sue. They didn't call a... You're not going to tell me in the other 110 offensive plays in that game, there was not another similar play as to that where a guy was held like a little bit like that. You're not going to tell me there wasn't, a, and if you do, you're a fucking idiot. I, I won't believe it. So the problem I have with it is you had 100 and probably, you know, what, maybe, I don't know how many passing downs there were, 50 or 60, that play, something similar happened, had to have happened on another play, and you didn't call it. But you wait till that one instance to call it at that point of the game. That's where I have a problem with it. 
now it was a hold. Like I, I wouldn't like in Bradbury. Yeah, I held them. They should have called it. But to me, it's like you ha- if they would have called two or three throughout the game, not a problem with it at all. But you wait till a minute and a half left in the fucking game, down in that situation, to call that that penalty for the first time all game. I think that's kind of ridiculous. But I, that's just me. I will say that I bet it's very. I I, I think you're saying just holdings in general. But in this case, it's holding on the receiver who was the ball. was. No, no, no. Jones. I'm saying holding on. No, I'm not saying holding in general. I'm saying holding. The thing is, is most of the holding calls that you see, like in the secondary, 90, I would say, not 90% of the time, but I would say the majority are plays where the ball was not going to that receiver. Well, I'm just saying like all game long, Hertz had 11 incompletes and, and Mahomes had, had six. So that's only 17 incomplete passes. So out of the 17 incomplete passes, you think that a hold happened that often on the intended receiver? But it, but, no, that's what but I'm it getting at. What I'm, it, it, it's more apparent when it's the intended receiver right, than what, that's what's happened in that situation. Yes, I, I, right. But what I'm saying is there was probably some situations, even the, the guy caught the ball and they could have been a holding penalty on it. It's not like uncommon for them to call a penalty on a guy, even though somebody catches the ball. I don't know. I think I I'm think saying, like, I think rest see see results sometimes and then make penalties off the result. So like in basketball, right. if a guy goes to the like go for a layup and he gets bumped a little bit, if he makes the layup, they probably won't call a whistle, blow a whistle. But if he misses it, they're like, oh, late whistle. Let's give him the free throw. So I think that shit happens in football too. So uh, sure, Shuri's here too. Best they, best they thing just, I've heard about this all week is if you drive it home from work and you're going five over are you speeding yeah should you get a ticket no it might have been holding doesn't deserve a flag no i don't this is so minimal it's so minimal yeah, I don't know. I just think and that the I, cornerback, maybe the cornerback's taking the very, very high road on this, dude. I don't right. even know who the cornerback was who did it, but uh, yeah, James Bradbury. I think the yeah, fact Bradbury. that he's coming out saying it was a hold, it's like, why are we still, why are we still like shooting the rest down for this if this guy's calling it a hold? Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Oh, with I don't you, have a you problem You can call with... hold on every run play. You could call it on most pass plays. Um, I just. At the end of the game, I'm I'm absolutely holding it, the flag, unless it's like uh, so obvious it's like you have to throw it. There's no way I can be as a referee the person who decides a game at a Super Bowl. Right, and like I said, like they let them play the entire game. There was one I I'm pretty sure the only post snap penalty they called the entire game was hands to the face on Sue. So it's like you let them play. You probably let guys get away with some stuff that was that, I don't want to say ticky-tack, the whole fucking game, and you wait till that point of the game, and you you essentially decided the game on that one call. Now, letter of the law, was it a hold? Probably. But I'm so, I would not. There's no fucking shot I'd throw that flag. None. And then, but that's just me. I don't know. What did you I think would... of the game other than that, Shory? Well, can I say something about this real quick on oh, that? Yeah. And then yeah. Shory can do it. Yeah. Like, I think one thing that's over overshadows everything because of that play is like Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon, like on the yep. play, maybe right after it, it was two plays after, I can't remember. Yes. Like when he goes so down on the one yard line, right? 
It's like this dude. I don't. I think this was his first Super Bowl, right? Because he's he wasn't in the Chiefs before this, right? That could be yeah. First, first Super Bowl, yeah. First Super Bowl, dude's been at. So like, this dude could have had like a touchdown, right? Could have had a touchdown, a Super Bowl touchdown under his belt, and like, but he goes down at the one yard line and basically like seals the game, basically for his team to do that. So it's like pretty cool play that gets overlooked. So. All right. And then, ahead, you know, sure. it's like, and with no, with that real quick though, it's it's funny because I've seen a lot of things say people from an eagle standpoint that they should have actually tried to tackle him because he more probably would have been more likely to run in the end zone, push him in, than or pull them in, push them in. You know, yeah, yeah. But, the other uh, thing, like I, off. at the end of the game that I thought was interesting was, uh, Eagles score, go up seven, kick an extra point to go up eight. And I think if the Eagles come back and win this game, everyone's talking about it more. But Andy Reid, if you're up seven, why would you try to go up nine and end the game? I mean, I know it worked out, but if you go up seven and you don't get the the two point conversion, oh, the Chiefs scored. I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah, when the Chiefs scored to go up by go up by seven, then they kicked an extra point to go up by eight. The Eagles came back, got a touchdown and two to tie it. Yeah. But if Andy Reid would have went for two, he would have put the game away then, right. way before that, um, which I thought was interesting that no one's really discussing. Um, but anyways, the the point to me is that Mahomes is the guy. Like, he is the future of the NFL. Um, there's no doubt about it. He's the best player. I thought of Josh Allen was the best player. Huge mistake. Um, Mahomes is – like, I, I – People want to get caught up in like, is he the greatest? It's like it's not. He's like, let's not even like start this right now because he's so early in his career. Mm-hmm. But like, let's just like have some respect about how fucking unreal he really is right now and like what he's putting together. He's like, he's on the part where, um, he's already losing superstars and he's on to like the second tier of players coming onto his team, like, um. Yeah, he still has Chris Jones and Kelsey, but Kelsey's not going to last much longer. He already had he had fucking Juju as his number one wide receiver and just won a Super Bowl. Juju yeah. sucks. <laughs> he sucks. He's oh bad. yeah. Um. So that guy, that guy's. I I oh. hate like how you can't even have a conversation about how good Mahomes is because people just like shit on you. Be like, oh my god, like you think he's better than Brady? Like that he's at no, that point now. Unbelievable. But that just shows you how good Mahomes is that he's been in the league for like what six years now, maybe five full seasons, mm-hmm. and like he's that good in his first five seasons that like people already get offended if he's in the same breath as like the all-time greats. Yeah. Well, it's Cause, so funny because I've had I've seen some stuff where people are like, he's been in the league five six years, and like, is he already a Hall of Famer? Yeah, probably. I saw today that there's only been three people in the NFL history with two MVPs and two Super Bowl MVPs, and it's it's him. Uh, Montana, him, Montana, and Brady. So, pretty impressive. Yep. No, as, as uh, good as Mahomes is. Well, go ahead, you. Sorry. I was gonna say one thing. I'll go back to what Shuri said about the Eagles. I mean, the the Chiefs kicking the extra point to go up eight. Uh, I could see Serrani being one of those type guys that goes for two in that situation, though. If so, say Chiefs go for two, miss it. They're only up seven. Eagles come down, score right. Extra point ties it. I could see Sarani going for two to take the lead in that situation because he probably doesn't want to go to overtime against Mahomes. And they can just like run but, that stupid fucking. But Mahomes just sneak. has to come down for a field goal. No, I know, but I just saying like I. But he, Mahomes have to come down for a field goal if they're tied or if they're down by one. Either way, Mahomes needs a field goal. 
So I could picture Sarani going for two in that situation and for the win is what I'm saying. Either yeah, way, I, if it's, I yeah. just feel like Patrick Mahomes from the two is probably like like if you had to put a percentage on it, they haven't stopped him. They couldn't stop him all game or this whole second half. There's probably like an 85 percent chance that they make that, too. So like then then you put the game away. I, I guess you're putting it at 85 percent, 15 percent that you fail and they tie it at maybe at best they go for the lead. But you still have Mahomes. Yeah. And three downs. Interesting. So, I mean, it's just a little side note. Do you guys, you know, it's kind of interesting too. Like we, and we talked the whole season, the whole year, talking about how good, um, the Eagles were, and they were this. They're the best team in the league all year, and it's like, and I'm not saying they weren't. They they certainly were. But like, do you think that they were more of a product of the NFC just not being very good than they were of? them being like the most dominant team in the league. Cause no, really not. the, like, I mean, the NFC wasn't like that. Uh, great. And then you look at like, I mean, both teams, 14 and three, both teams, best team, in the AFC, but I mean, in their conference. And then like, I think it was like one of the better Super Bowls we've had over the last, like in our lifetimes. Right. Uh, so I don't think just cause Eagles lost that, that, that like there may be just, got there because the NFC was weaker. I don't know if that's what you're saying, but like, I think they're still one of the top two teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I think if they play the chiefs 10 times, they might beat them five. You know what I mean? It might be a five. That's how I feel too. Yep. I I think their defense is better than the, I mean, that's hard to say. Their defense is probably better than that. The defense is probably better than that, but Mahomes makes every defense looks like shit too. So, well, and the, I mean, the big thing was the fact that I'm pretty sure the Eagles had the second most sacks in a season in NFL history. And I don't think they could even, I don't think they got within mm-hmm. fucking five yards of Mahomes the entire no. game. Yeah. They couldn't do anything. And like, did you guys, and I, I don't know how much of you, you paid attention to it. Um, but leading up to the Super Bowl, there was a, the 49ers were talking a lot of shit about how they're not that good. The, 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 the Eagles weren't that good. And they said, where was their weakness? And they said the secondary, saying the Eagles secondary was, other than Slay, they said the rest of that secondary is shit. And they've just been like, they look a lot better because the defensive line is so good. And they basically were saying at word forward, like if somebody blocks that deep, that front seven, he goes, their, their secondary is going to get exposed. And it kind of happened. I mean, I don't know. I, I truthfully don't understand. I said, I think I texted you guys this. Travis Kelsey, like, how does he get so fucking open all the time? I swear to God, there's no, there's like the first half of that game, there was nobody within fucking 10 yards of him anytime he went down the field. I just like, don't get it. Mm. It's all Andy Reid. He's so fucking good, dude. One thing I got to bring up, uh, Sharia will probably appreciate this, but CJ Gardner Johnson, the two hits he had on Pacheco. Yeah, that's why I figured you'd appreciate it. The, he had two hit, two back. To, I think it was like Dude, two back yeah. to backs, so or it was like he two and three plays. Them. It was it was insane. He actually yeah. hurt him, I think, at one point. Pacheco had to come yeah. out for a little bit. But, in the chest. Like they were both like open field tackles. That well, one of them was open field tackle. That was like very impressive. Yeah, one if he doesn't make the tackle, he goes to the house. The other one was like, all right, I'm sick of you guys fucking running the ball. I'm going yeah. up in the box. Yeah, and that's right. A punishment on you. That's when he hurt him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, that was uh, impressive. 
I'll tell you one thing. The Eagles, I mean, I, I don't think they're going anywhere because of, um, uh, you know, they still have Jalen Hurts and he's a stud. But I'll tell you what now, they they are they got some shit they got to figure out because they lost both their coordinators. They both got hired as head coaches. They have a pile of guys that are up as free agents and just to name a few of them, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury, TJ Edwards. I think Gardner Johnson is one too. Miles Sanders. Yeah, like they, <laughs> that whole fucking roster is, there's a very good chance that thing's going to get turned over. Um, so there, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Like, but like I said, I don't think they, I don't think you're going anywhere as long as Hertz is healthy and behind the quarterback, uh, behind the center. Yep. And, and they got to keep that line intact. Like that's, that was probably the best part of their game is that they had the best line in football so they could, Yeah. I mean, if you went up front and that's what happened, I feel like the chiefs went up front, they won the game. And we kind of, kind of said that. I just didn't think that would be the way it would go. It's pretty nice. The Eagles have the 10th pick overall though, too. Yeah, I think they have two first, right? Tenth and thirty. They do. Yeah, yeah. they have the same. So someone pick someone and, is suspended uh, as a yeah. lost their pick. Yeah, Wasn't it the nice. Saint? They have the Saints pick. Yeah, Saints is ten. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, yeah, it's crazy that football's done though. I feel like we were just talking about like how it was like. We were like gearing up for football. Mm-hmm. We were excited for it to start because like it'd be so much like going on with college football and NFL. And you blink of an eye, dude, it's done. So and it's it's so funny like football ends and like how football runs everything and it's like you already start seeing the countdowns to like when like the you know the draft workout is and when the draft is and Can't when wait. the when the Hall of Fame game is and all this shit. So yeah. I've already started my draft so- draft prep. Uh, real quick, because sure, Kevin and I talked about how Tiger was back playing today, played pretty well. So there's this picture uh, circling around on Twitter right now, and I think it's legit. So Tiger played with Justin Thomas and Rory today, and he apparently on, I can't remember what hole it was, he outdrove Justin Thomas. And I don't know, when he was walking down the fairway, he went over to Thomas and put something in his hand, and it was a Tampax. <laughs> that's great dude wow oh, the fucking the goat just doing goat shit fucking love, it. love it absolutely love it so good oh one thing we didn't talk um, about one thing we didn't talk about uh for super, super bowl is the arm strength of jalen hurts <laughs> <laughs> i mean was, uh, i mean it was a very tall task like where where was he even throwing that ball from like the 35 or 40 maybe 35 or 35-ish like that 30 maybe it was a very tall task for him to get to the end zone but like he didn't even come close to any of his receivers he landed the ball it's almost like he was waiting for someone to cut across to cut to like try to catch it on a lateral he threw it like 30 yards up (laughs) (laughs) did he have Uh, one earlier in the game too when he threw it and i i was making fun of him what was it wasn't there one earlier in the game when he had like a noodle pass Oh, was it was it, uh, no, it was the one he threw to AJ Brown, but he looked like he tried to throw it 110 <laughs> yards, but he went like <laughs> fucking 35. Yeah, yeah, as a touchdown, Brown caught. Like he, he tried throwing as far as he possibly could. Could get an extra inch and like, yeah, barely made it to him. 
He and he had he had Devonta Smith there for one touchdown, and he like way underthrew him and had yeah. to come back to the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he's pretty. He's a stud, but man, his arm strength is. That's not, not his like strong point. Like clearly, plays, no. yeah, yeah, using the run. That's obviously it. Does it bother you how he gets in the shotgun stance like his stance? Do you guys even recognize it? No. No. I didn't even notice it. Like I feel like most quarterbacks like pretty upright. Like he crouches way down almost. It's it's like almost a like catcher's stance. I feel like he's like so low to the ground, oh, waiting shit. for the ball. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm seeing shit. I never noticed so. that. Yeah. So I feel like this has been going on for maybe an hour or so. I can't remember. Yeah. Hour eight or so. Do we want to do our not draft for Sherry here? Do you want to do this, Sherry? Um, yeah, I'll do that. I, th- I think it's going to be a little faster just because we're not going to be able to like really talk about our picks. You know what I mean? Because yep. we don't want to okay. give you anything. Uh, so Easy. I don't know how you want to do this because we have not said what the topic is, but I feel like we should say the topic. So I don't know if you want to like turn your volume down on your headset no. or take your headset off or something. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can't hear I can't, us. I can't hear you guys. You can't. You can't. You, okay. <laughs> All right. So the topic we're going to do is things that scare kids. All right. So so obviously Gola and I know what this topic is. Gola is going to pick first every time. I'm pick second. Sure, he's going to pick third. Sure, he has no idea what it is. He's going to have to try to make his picks and try to guess what it is basically as we go from what we pick. So we'll see how this goes. All right, Sherry. <laughs> he's just—he's playing it up for the fucking. I was trying to find Jalen Hurts. Playing it up Hurts. for the camera. Um, oh, stance, yeah. Mm. All right, I'm gonna start this off. I think so. We're not gonna—we're not snaking it, are we? No, goal is picking first every time. Yeah. All it's right. Be, uh, I feel like I'm I feel gonna, like I'm gonna slip up. I'm gonna like start talking about my pick because I am so I am so used to doing it. Uh, all right, my the, my the first pick of the draft is gonna be strangers. Um, let's go with, uh, let's go with dogs. All right, show dog. What you got, boss? You got one pick and then we'll go back to goal and no snake. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, my boss. Mm hmm. A good call, dude. I like that, dude. Um, <laughs> I like that a lot. I, the uh, next one, I'm gonna go with um, separation. Ooh, that's deep, dude. <laughs> that's deep. Um, I'm going with uh, the vacuum. I think that's obvious. Vacuum. Onto Shuri's second pick here. Um, you want to hear him back? No, nope, I've been writing him down. Okay, okay. So, the vacuum really has me confused. <laughs> mm. Um. 
just trying to think. Like separation anxiety, separation. Uh, Fagola, what'd you say? Strangers and separation. And I then vacuum. Dogs and, dogs and vacuum. The shot clock on here, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with... Um, <coughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go rain. Ooh. Okay. 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 Do you have uh, any idea in your brain right now? Um not at all. Okay. I thought okay. it was something to do after round one, I thought it was something to like do with talking with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vacuum yep. absolutely threw me off. Yep. Um all right, next I'm going to go with uh, needles. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I think this makes sense. Let's go with, uh, let's go with, um, oh, gosh, I'm in between two here. I'm going to go with fireworks. Got it. Um, I'm going to go with bad guys. Bad guys. Okay. On to Gola, fourth pick. Um, Shuri said rain, and I was going to just say water in general. Water? Um, yeah. That's what you're going with? Water? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Bugs. See if Sherry really does have this. Do you, nope. do you have it, Sherry? No, no, I don't. I definitely don't. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll go with. Cell phone. Oh shit! I, I got one. I do think like I'm not gonna use it because I think it would fucking give it away so quickly. That's okay, um, dude. I mean, I don't care if you want to do it. We're in round five, right? No, no, no I know. Um, I'm just gonna go with this. One. I'm gonna say clowns. Clowns. All right. And I'm gonna say quicksand. I'm going to say test tests. Okay. All right. That's our, we got, yeah. Strangers, dogs, boss, separation, vacuum, rain, needles, fireworks, bad guys, water, bugs, cell phone, clowns, quicksand tests. Shuri, do you have any idea what the topic was? 
Uh, things that give you fear? Close, dude. Close. It was things that uh, kids don't like or th- things, things that, that scare, children are scared of. Yeah, things that scare kids. Okay. Yep. Um, the one I was gonna say that was I was gonna say the dark. I figured that would might be a yeah or monsters under the bed might really throw in that yeah. one. You might have got that, but bad when you said bad guys, I was like maybe he does know what it is. He may be he might be onto it. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I said bad guys, I thought it was things that dogs were scared of because separation, a vacuum, other dogs, <laughs> strangers. Yeah. And then fireworks. I went back and, and then I said bad guys, but then I looked and it was fucking needles, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I guess maybe, but I don't oh, think the they vet. Were... They don't like the vet. Yeah, they it's don't. True. That could have been dogs. Holy shit, dude. Um, and then so... I just didn't want to hold the clock, so I said cell phone. Mm-hmm. Because I was lost. And then I had an idea at the end. Yeah, yeah. So the reason the main reason why I, I threw water in there, like my kids aren't scared of like going into a lake or a pool or shit. But I swear to God, you would think I'm trying to pull Ryan's like toenails off when I try to wash her fucking hair in the in the bathtub. <laughs> She loses her mind, dude. I'm not like it is alarming how pissed <laughs> off that girl gets when you try to rinse her fucking hair. You can wash it, but when you try to rinse it, no. Like nope. when I, whenever we do like a draft, I always like prepare and like make a list so like I'm not like stuck and not knowing what it is. This is like the easiest thing ever for me to make a list for because my yeah. kids when my kids were yeah. young, like I guess maybe Pop's age and younger. Like, they were scared of fucking everything under the sun. So it's like, oh, <laughs> write this down, write this down, write this down. And I said, yeah. something, I said something to Katie. She's like, and then she's like, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy, dude. So, fucking children, dude. God yeah. love them. Crazy. God love them, dude. Sure, you got anything to talk about here? We, uh... We hit on some things, hit on golf, hit on some uh, all-star weekend for basketball. We waited on Super Bowl till you got here, obviously. But Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. If not, that's good, man. No, I, I don't have anything. Um, March Madness is coming up. We Can't talk- wait about that. That's going to be exciting. So yeah, if got- you want to square, maybe reach out to me. <clears throat> yep. It's there's no- yeah, only five left, dude. Right down to the nitty gritty, but I guess we still have a month till from today to finish it. So, yep, plenty of probably time. get them, probably yeah. sell them, probably get it. So, yeah, yeah, yep. excited, dude. Is that it? We good? All right. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Uh, stay healthy. Peace. Thanks, guys. Yeah.